So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Retin Entertainment Podcast episode... 335 for January 30th, 2022. My name is Nathan Reitz Bruce. Joining me this week, we have a bunch of people. We have Andrew Rowan McFain. Oh, man, you started with me. Why? Uh, I'm going from worst to best. Uh, that's fair. Yeah. And next, we have Connor, the cyberpunk monk besh. We need a new opening. We do. If somebody wants to, to make one, I put a feeler out on Twitter and nobody bit i was like i'll pay you i will give you money i will give you one golden shiny dollar coin you posted like uh you posted a tweet and then like did hashtag paid and and that was the feeler that was basically it yeah hashtag exposure is what i did i I think that's the one that everyone likes right why is nobody biting (laughs) exactly and then we are also joined by Nicole, Nick Lotus, Robinson Carroll. I'm the best? Yes. Still waiting. Although Nathan's the best. Well, yeah. Oh, thank well, you. Heidly, hoodly there. Yeah. <laughs> I already introduced myself. Uh, I'm still waiting oh, well, for I'm still waiting for you to add that third last name. So get on that. Nah. I don't, I don't <laughs> think I'm going to add another one. I get enough. Oh, you know, okay. there is actually a law in Germany that says you cannot have more than two last names because as Germans tend to do, shit got out of hand fast. <laughs> uh, in in Montreal, if you get married and you are a woman, you can't change your last name. So That's weird. Yeah, so you just, if you get married in Montreal, you don't change your name. Hmm. I don't know why. I mean, you, I mean you, I imagine you get the option to. Maybe it's just not as common. No, it's illegal. I, I, th- I think it's huh. all of Quebec, not just Montreal, but in, in Quebec. Because uh, I have a friend who lives there, and I, br- I mentioned her getting married and, and changing her last name. And she's like, no, it's illegal here. And I'm like, what? Huh. No. And so I looked it up. It is illegal in Quebec to change your last name when you get married. I learned something new today. Yeah. I guess and of course, just like, they already have enough paperwork to do. So they don't <laughs> have to go through all the legal procedures of changing your name. Yeah, they have to print up. for not changing my name for a long time. <laughs> it 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 takes a lot of effort, and then, like, do you have to get all of your documentation changed? Like your your ID, you have to get changed, and then your passport. It doesn't. I don't know. My brother's yeah, wife, like... who's in a medical practice, was like, "I'm not changing my name." Do you know how much? Do you know how much work is involved in that? It's kind of a big deal to get all that shit formalized. Yeah. Well. And being in IT, I'm sure Connor and Aroa know this. When somebody changes their name, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah there's a my... lot of people I know in my professional organization where their usernames are still like their previous marriage name, their maiden name. That's the word for that. Yeah. Yeah. Or, oh, yeah. or if my, they get I divorced. I still have my unmarried name on some stuff just because I haven't gotten around to changing it and it hasn't presented any problems. Sometimes right. transferring over an exchange tag is hard. Where, where I used really to work, is. they treated it as if you your employment was terminated and then reinstated instantly. So you lost access to everything. You lost all your documents. 
and all. Are that. you ready to start a new life? Here, <laughs> you need a new authenticator app. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it is really annoying. Like changing the name in Active Directory isn't that hard, but Exchange is kind of a bitch. Uh, they they haven't really made it super easy to do that on the back end systems because typically when you set up a profile like that in the back end, it's never going to change. And that's how they designed it. And, you know, in the 90s when they created all that, they're not like, oh, we're going to make it so it's easy to change your name if you get married. They're just like, it's the same. It's the same. It always. works. Yep. We're Microsoft. We, we own everything data. anyway. We don't have to try. Data yeah. is immutable and it always stays the same. Exactly. So. Uh, that's why NFTs are great. They are. Right. And now, uh, of course, I. Uh, I'm your host, Nathan Reed Spruce. We're going to start, and we're going to ask uh, where we can find you and what games you have played this week. So where can we find you, and what games have you played this week, uh, Nicole? Well, you can find uh, my, my primary work with uh, Nevada Public Radio at knpr.org. Uh, I'm the afternoon anchor there and do some reporting when I'm not out with COVID, which I have been for the past week. Uh, I'm also on Twitter at KNPR Nicole, and I am Nick Lotus Plays on YouTube. I haven't updated it in a while, but you know I've got some music stuff, some video game geeky stuff, some pet stuff. So you know it's it's something if you're bored, if you feel like checking it out. But in any case, uh, the games I've been playing today, I've been playing a lot of games because, as I said, uh, my husband, child, and I have all been sick with COVID the last week. And so I picked up Animal Crossing again. I started a whole new island. Oh. Yeah. Ambitious. Indeed. Well, it 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 kind of came from previously when I was because we have we have only one Switch, and I thought my husband wanted to play and start his own island, so I deleted my other island so he could play, and then he didn't ever want to play. Oh no. So that's why I was like, okay, I'll just I'll just start a new island. I mean, the the land was already paved at that point, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, basically. And let's see. Also been playing quite a bit of Mario Kart 8 because uh my my son likes to likes to watch me play that. It's one of the few things he'll stop and pay attention to for longer than 5 seconds. It's like stop terrorizing the cat, come watch come watch Yoshi win a race. There are yeah. a lot of flashing colors in that game. Yeah. Oh, he, I mean, he he loves Mario Kart. It's it's one of his favorite things to watch. Uh, let's see what else. And my then, mom did that when I was a kid. Uh, she would put on professional wrestling. It's the only thing I would sit down and watch and oh, be quiet. Cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> this is a tried and true secret from one mother to another. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, well, well, my son is obsessed with cars, anything with wheels. But let's I, see. As far as. I did like trains games. a lot as a kid. So I guess I yeah. understand that. Train, yeah. Trains are cool. We. I, I used to love the little train we had that went around the Christmas tree when I was a kid, but that's totally another yeah. tangent. Uh, uh, let's see. We have, my husband and I are almost finished with It Takes Two. Uh, we finally picked that up after it won, you know, game of the year. And I mean, it's it's fun. It, it definitely, the, the co-op mechanics are, are nice. And I feel like the pandemic really gave it a chance to shine. Uh, it's it's yet to be seen if it overstays its welcome. There, there's a few things that are gonna, getting a little bit grating more so than fun. So we'll see. I think we're close to the end, though. I wanted to play that with because the previous game, uh, A Way Out, uh, Roa and I did that in one sitting. 
and oh yeah i remember that yeah and i wanted to do that with it takes two and when it came out i was like all right i think i'll pick it up and then aro and i or, or connor and i can play that and it's like 15 to 20 hours and i'm like what <laughs> i can't do that in one sitting like six or seven hours it's about right so i have yet to pick that up uh, and getting Oroa or Connor to to play through a game in multiple sittings is kind of difficult. Getting uh, me mainly. to play a game at all. Yeah, and it, it's also like because Connor's time schedule is way different than mine, and he also we sure indicated... are on different parts of the country. Also, yeah. fifteen to twenty hours of divorce trauma does not exactly sound like something I want to sit through. Oh, it's no. fine. It's fine. Well, I mean. It... The, the the dialogue in the story, I don't know. The, the the romance book is kind of annoying, if I'm honest. But, I mean, the narrative actually moves along at a decent pace. Some of the gameplay mechanics can be a little bit annoying, but it doesn't, you know, get, get to the point where you're like, okay, I'm done with this game, <laughs> if that makes sense. I mean, it's fun, but there's also some some mechanics that, that are either repetitive or just annoying. So, uh, question. Would you say that that is your 2021 game of the year? I don't think so. I mean, gosh, I'm trying to remember anything. We, we, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so behind on games. I hardly ever play new stuff anymore because I'm always trying to catch up on stuff I haven't played yet or finished. I mean, even like compared to Animal Crossing, goodness. Yeah, yeah, but yeah that came out in 2021 or is that 2020? That was 2020. Yeah, that was twenty twenty because it was basically the game that saved the pan saved people from the pandemic. That's right. Yeah. I, I resent my insult. You the can pandemic. be forgiven for not understanding time for the last couple of years. It's all just kind exactly. of blur, homie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And the last game that I that I played this this past week, uh, we started the new Ratchet and Clank game, but we haven't gotten very far in that past oh, the yeah. back and forth. Uh, Edge of Time or whatever it the the new one I'm for the PS five. Whatever. It's Rift in Time. I think. Rift yeah, in Time. Yeah. You managed to get a PS5? That's the impressive part. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't I don't I don't know what Christmas magic my husband worked, but what that's we we got the P, we got a PS5 for Christmas. So yeah. now I'm catching up on all the PS5 games we haven't gotten to play. Like I said, I think I, honestly I think my year of 20 made my game of 2021 even though it came out in 2020, I didn't get to play it till 2021 because I didn't get the PS5 till Christmas is Bug Snacks. I think I said that last time we you were did. talking. Mm -hmm. You did. Uh, I have a PS5. Uh, you also have a six-foot hole in your backyard that we don't talk about. <laughs> we, oh, dear. Yeah, we don't we don't mention these things. But yes, I have a PS5. Uh, I also have a 3070. I've been pretty, uh, pretty lucky with those, actually. Yeah, yeah, we know. You just give money to scalpers all day long. Yeah. No, I didn't. I only paid... <laughs> I only paid six hundred dollars for the thirty seventy. Only. Yeah, only. and I and I bought the PS five. Actually, that is, it was retail price for that card. So it and considering the thirty seventy is like a thousand dollars still on eBay, I did pretty good. Um, and then the PS five I got directly from Newegg. I just won one one of the Newegg shuffles and was able to buy it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Connor. You're the middle one. You're the middle child again. Uh, what games? What games have you played, and where can we find you? You could find me at a Roadout website, where all of my relevant social media links are on there. Uh, if you're really good, you can get it on Reeton's Discord and see where I post all my art and stuff. I was thinking of maybe like 
Maybe it'd be nice to have a place to host that stuff. Probably not, but you know, it's it's uh, fun to have. I have a Tumblr. Mean, no, not a Tumblr. You you do realize <laughs> I have a website, right? And I can give you a page. I I mean, like somewhere that people will go, Nathan. Oh no 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 not there. Yeah, nobody goes there. I don't even go but, there. But yeah, all the links that you need to find me are at a row dot website. I've been thinking about doing more painting on stream because, um, goodness gracious, there are just no video games for me to play right now. I am I'm going through the video game blues. And then let's talk about the games that I have played. I've played a a decent amount of Space Station thirteen and in brief bursts a decent amount of Final Fantasy twelve. And I think that's it. Oh yeah. And you played through like I think we mentioned this. You played through twelve a like year and a half two ago. Two years ago, three years yeah. ago or something like that. It wasn't too long ago. I think yeah. it was like right before the pandemic. It no, it was even a little before then. So I mean it's it's been a little bit of time now. Yeah, I'm just curious what why did you not pick up a different Final Fantasy game if you're gonna replay um, Final Fantasy? The, that is because mutual friend of you and I and eventually Nicole here, Alex, is going to be playing a game for us in, in real lives where we are kind of picking up in between that game and the tactics games, which take place in the same world. And I wanted it to be fresh for that. And, you know, when we're talking about places and locations, I have a, a more a, a more precise understanding of what's going on. Like, gun to my head, I, I could tell you the... The basics of what's going on in that game. Empire bad, space pirates, or not space pirates, sky pirates are doing the hero thing to beat the big bad and save the day. But there's a lot of political intrigue going on, you know? Yeah, the the story in that was uh, not amazing, I think. Yeah, I Uh, I think it is amazing. I just think it requires a lot more paying attention than uh, maybe even the way that I'm doing it right now, which is in 10 to 15 minute bursts before bed. That's true. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm giving it a shot. I'm doing the things I didn't do last time. The hunts. I'm making an effort to at least pay attention when cutscenes are going on. You know. Are there any, are there any specific links you want to point out on a row dot website, or did you already do that? I want everybody here to stop what they are doing immediately and go find Clinton's Core Classics: A Rise of the Rune Lords First Edition Actual Play Podcast. If you're on Spotify, leave it a five star review and leave a comment that just says "I love it, it's great" or whatever. Can't do it. You can't do it. Can't leave a comment on Spotify. Oh, you're right. Uh, but you know where you can biscuit. leave a comment is iTunes, where you could leave it a, a five-heart review or whatever the hell it is. And you could leave a comment that says, this is great and I love it and you should listen to it. And that way, um, I, I guess leaving a comment is like one of the most important things for the AdSense as to whether or not people even see these things. Yeah. So if you want to do that, I would be appreciative. We'll read it because I guess that's what people usually do. Or not if you don't want us to uh if you say not to read it i'm still gonna read it nathan will still read it i will respect it's a public forum there's no respect here yeah exactly um i'm willing to try respect give respect a chance is all i'm saying yeah uh we're gonna move on and we're gonna talk uh last one aroa where can we find you and what games have you played this week well as you might have guessed from the name aroa.website it's got all the links to stuff you should go to my Twitch, you know? Eh? Somebody, please? I occasionally... Um, I'm, I'm sorry, you play bad games. <laughs> well, that was, was going to be my segue into... Uh, you know, I finished um, Illbleed this week. 
Oh yeah, that uh, was the uh, that was the Dreamcast game. Yeah, that game's fucking weird. <laughs> um, and apparently, I have to beat it again to get the true ending, which uh, I hate. That I never I do when, that. I hate it. I hate. Like, I watched a speed run of it recently, and apparently, you can beat it in about an hour and a half, uh, as long as you know where everything is, uh, which. All the traps in each of the levels are randomly generated from one of three different patterns, so I ain't doing that. But uh, I'm really curious as to what the true ending is, so I might have to go back through and, and do it all again. Now, uh, have you ever considered just watching the true ending? No. I, I mean, if, if you don't want to... No. It's, it, it's there and no. it's available. No. It's a so, tool for you to utilize if you yeah. so no. wish to. The first game I ever played on Twitch and actually beat was Heavy Rain. And so after I beat it, I just went and watched all of the endings on YouTube on stream. Now, well, is that a that game that sense. you can stream? I, I thought it showed a booba. No, nah, you put it on Mature, it's fine. Okay. It's... You can't I, I show, yeah. You can't show your own boobs, and there are, of course, games that are banned, like Hatred, uh, and stuff that are banned from Twitch. So you'd want to check out the banned list. But I believe Heavy Rain, uh, because it's in the game and it's, it's artfully done, and not the game isn't just about sex. And yeah, artfully done eight things. minute shower scene. Yeah, yeah the, the key thing is that the nudity has to not be like a major part of the gameplay. Yeah. And it's just kind of a thing that's there probably so that David Cage could be like, look at me, I'm an artist. I made a thing with nudity in it. Yeah. Millions so. of 12 year olds who got a PS3 for their 2013 or whatever Christmas minds yeah, were I, blown. I refuse to believe that a 13-year-old managed to get that far into that game without <laughs> wanting to throw their PS3 in the Jason? garbage. Jason! 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 <laughs> Just, um, like, man. So, Oops. anyway, uh, what other games yeah. did you did you play? Uh, I mean, not a lot. I've, I started uh, playing Shin Megami Tensei Five again uh, because I got bored of Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, as as people may know, I was one of those horrible, horrible, evil people who got the leaked copy of Pokemon Arceus, whatever, however you pronounce it. And yeah. I do think that that game's fun, but uh, I came to realize that, man, I would really prefer if there was some kind of engaging plot going on right now. And then I realized, oh, yeah, Shin Megami Tensei exists. So I started playing that instead because it's just Pokemon, but uh, the story's better. As yep. I understand, is, is if you like Pokemon, Shin Megami Tensei is a pretty damn good experience. Yeah, yep. like like if you're tired of Pokemon being for babbies, uh, definitely consider playing Shin Megami Tensei because like it takes it takes the the collectible sort of concept and then like combines that with the Digimon thing where you merge Digimon together because it has that too. I was gonna say uh, that. I was going to say, yeah. like, it's like, because Persona is more like Digimon. I was about to say, can you com can you clarify for me if Shinigami Tensei and Persona are adjacent in the same universe? Are they totally separate? Because I feel like they're, in the, kind of there? they're they, in the same universe. They're in the same universe. Well, 
sort of it they're in the same universe insofar as like the same demon designs show up in the same places but like they're technically considered not canonical with each other okay uh, so there like, aren't any characters that cross over or anything only the demons uh you get oh, okay. some demons from shin megami tensei in persona as personas uh but like i i really think that that's more of a a they just wanted to reuse a lot of the same art assets to tell a very different kind of story and then they just kept that that motif going throughout both series uh shimigawa tensei is a very different feel uh there's a lot of crossover with like real religious uh icons and uh the story I'm not going to say it's a lot darker because I know that there's some really heavy shit that happens in Persona as well, but um, like there, there's some pretty pretty crazy stuff. I mean, I in, know that happens in Megami in Tensei. Persona, in Persona Five, they have like a teacher who rapes a student. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, Persona Five has some rough stuff in it. That, I mean, that that. But Persona Five is my only experience with the universe of Persona and Shinigami Tensei. But I really yeah. really liked Persona Five. And and we're going to move on and continue talking about the games. But I want to tell you, uh, I believe it's coming to Switch. Uh, it's, it appears that Persona 4 Golden is coming to Switch. And you can get Persona 4 Golden on Steam right now. And the base price for Persona 4 Golden is $20. So I, and I don't know if it's lot, included in a sale. I've heard a lot of good things about Persona 4 Golden. I didn't play far enough into it, I guess, to get to the part where it stops being annoying. But I also know that, like, the the feel of Persona is a little too far on the on the uplifting side for me. It feels way too much like a a teenage anime kind of thing for me. And uh, Shin Megami Tensei and Megami Tensei as a franchise in general appeals a lot more to the teenage edgelord in me. Uh, so I, I feel like that's why I'm gravitating more towards that. That makes sense. I'm just saying, if you're interested in Persona series, Persona 4 Golden on Steam is probably yeah. the best way to play it right now. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Anyway, uh, uh, last game that you played? I assume it's last game. Uh... Did I have something else? Did I say I, I had something else? I thought he doesn't play World of Warcraft anymore. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I don't. I don't have that anymore. Uh, Good for at, you. at least, at least not yet. I'm sure it's gonna. I'm sure I'm gonna be dragged back into it at some point. But yeah, when I start yeah. it, when it comes on Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I I've and, been spending a lot of time organizing my ROM collection though, so that's taken up a lot of my time. Oh, oh yeah. Um, while we're on mics here, uh, real quick, I have been like nostalgia craving to play Virtual Boy again. Is there a yeah. way I could do that on my VR headset? On your VR oh, yeah. headset? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they have an they have Ooh. an emulator. Oh, I, I, be I, believe I really miss the Wario game. The Mario tennis game was the the shit. The Tetris game was great, and it's it's a shame that I'm looking at this headset immediately to my left, and I'm just like. I could go back. I'm, there's got to be a way. Someone surely has already done the hard part of this for me. Why isn't my VR headset only red and black? Uh, there's <laughs> something called Virtual Boy Go. Um, Is that for like mobile looks... phones? 
it looks like it is a VR emulator. Um, but yes, they have they have Virtual Boy emulators. Uh, for side quests. So, I mean, I, I will look into this in my own time. You, and... you might look at uh, EMU VR. I don't know if they have anything specific for Virtual Boy, but I know that that's a project that's entirely focused around doing emulation in a VR headset. Virtual Boy was awesome, you guys. Uh, it was hey. a system, so we're going to move on. We're good. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to talk about where you can find me. You can find me on a row.website, but the, what I want to tell you is you can find me on Twitch Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, I play games uh, on there all the time. I play way too many games is what I do. I played 135 hours of Pathfinder, uh, which was it was a long game. And then, Man, why don't you have more viewers on there? I don't know. Uh, next week, I'm going to watch Paint Dry and see see how many viewers I get from that. Uh, I'm also on YouTube, youtube.com uh, forward slash Reeton or Reeton Entertainment. And then you can, of course, find this podcast, Reeton Podcast, everywhere. We're on Spotify. We're on uh, Stitcher. We're on iTunes. And we're on Amazon. I don't know if you can do ratings on Amazon, but we're on Amazon. So you can listen everywhere, and I believe we're on Google Podcasts. Is that still a thing? Podcast on Amazon, huh? They they have podcasts and they have them on Amazon, and we're on there. No one listens to them on there. Why? Whatever. Yeah. Why? Why is everyone getting in on the podcast game twenty years after they were popular? I I have just looked myself up on Amazon, and I see my product. Let's see if I. I've never. I never thought to do this before. It doesn't look like I could rate it though. Oh. Oh darn! Darn it! Darn it all! Anyway, uh, games I played this week, a fairly short list. I played some Temtem. It is definitely a Pokemon clone, and it's pretty good. They they have a very, it's very much a single-player story, and you just happen to have other Pokemon or Temtem trainers or whatever going around that you can trade with or, or talk to. But it's, and I'm, and, and I, from what I gather at the very end of the game, after you're done with the story, then that's when you start doing the PvP and other content that is in the game. But right now, I'm just playing it as a normal Pokemon game where I'm going through the story and and well, catching Pokemon. Yeah, you think about it, that's how Pokemon tends to work anyway, right? Yeah. Like you get through the main storyline, and then after that, you go and grind up your favorites to go play with other people in the real well, world. Yeah, and this one, I'm at a point in the story where you get into a, they have airships, you get into an airship crash, and you lose all of your Tim Tim. Oh, no, 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 not that. You actually get, after you do the crash, you get captured, and they take away all your Tim Tim, so you escape the prison, and some old man gives you, like, five temporary Tim Tim for you to go use. (laughs) Yeah. It's weird. I just like hearing you say Tim Tim over and over. Tim Tim. <laughs> I there, gotta I, get them all. Tim yeah. Tim. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I can't wait for the South World. Park. Oh, you Pokemon. Pokemon. Chin Pokemon. Um, which is uh, it's penis in Japanese. Yeah. Oh gosh. And then, oh my God, how did I not realize that? That's. I wonder if that's a coincidence or not. Pro- probably, no, they, they, yeah. They knew no. what they were doing. I know, yeah. I know. And then I played some Monster Hunter Rise, and I beat the game. 
I actually didn't beat the game, but after you get done with a specific quest early on in the game, not super early on, but pretty early on, you get uh, the credits roll. And I'm like, I'm done, yay! But then you, it opens up another set of quests. You do those. And apparently, according to my friend who has played more of that game than I have, after after you get through the five-star quests, they start opening up like hub quests. And for those quests, you actually need to have another person there because it just gets too hard to do it as a solo uh, solo experience. It sounds so, like you're not good enough at the game. Uh, I haven't done that, so maybe he's not good enough at the game. And yeah, it also, sounds like he's not good enough at the game. One thing I do like about that game is any monster that you fight that has a tail, you can chop their tail off. And that is... It's a thing that I really like to that they it's just a little subtle thing that they include in the game that I really like is being but able I've, to like dismember the things you're fighting. Is it like Pal World where you can have the Temtem working in a factory? This is this we're talking about Monster Hunter Rise. Oh, I I lost do, track of what you, you were talking do not, about. You do not chop off the tails of the Temtems. Oh, I see, yeah, that's what I thought you were talking about. I, I it works like uh, like slowpoke tails. I completely. I saw the, I saw the pal world lost thing. track. I thought yeah. I thought it was like a parody thing at first. No, no, it is legit. It's from the people that made uh, Craftopia. Interesting. I've heard I, of that. I I have played Craftopia and I did not like it. I, I've but... been playing it uh, off and on recently, and they've improved it quite a bit. That's good. Uh, but yeah, Pal World. I look forward looks to Pal World. Anyway, uh, and those are really the only two Pokemon games I played. Sweatshops. Yeah, those are the only two games I played. I am probably going to buy something off of the uh, the Steam sale and play through that on stream. Oh yeah, and Happy then, Chinese New Year, everyone! Yeah, Happy Chinese New Year. I'll probably find happy something Chinese on the Steam New sale. Year. Excuse me, uh, Lunar New Year. Yeah, whatever. Chinese and, New Year is racist. Oh. Uh, yeah are we canceled i guess i think we're canceled so i am going to probably find something later today to buy off the steam sale go from that and uh uh, play that on stream and then in march that's when the new wrestling game comes out so i'll definitely be playing that on stream because i am we'll be playing vr gentlemen's club no i don't i think that might be one of those banned games Anywho, we're going to move on, and we're going to talk about some news stories. Actually, the first one is one that, uh, actually, the second one is one that is very important to Aroa, or that I talked to Aroa about. But the first one is Dark Souls apparently had some issues with their PvP recently. I don't know if it's back up yet, but there seems to be a big exploit that people were using in PvP to make it so that people that the hackers could run code on your machine while you were playing Dark Souls. So they disabled the PvP for a bit while they tried to fix that little issue. Uh, Sweet Jesus. What? So, it, was all, the, it was all three of them, too. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, they yeah. were all on the same server, as I understand it, or they were using the same function calls. Um, the situation is not nearly as bad as the article's headline would lead you to believe. But okay. yes, there was a massive security like vulnerability exploit 
that was available in all three of the Dark Souls games for PC. Yeah, and it says... It says here from the article, over the weekend, Namco Bandai notified the Dark Souls community that PvP, a huge time sink for some fans, and an element to avoid at all costs for others, is currently Me. just a yeah, just <laughs> the game in general is a is a thing to avoid. Uh, is currently offline in the series games on PC, and that there's a good reason an exploit was found after the discovery of an RCE vulnerability within Dark Souls 2 that could be used to run malicious code. And an effort from players to get the powers that be to act swiftly and accordingly, the developers have made the call to pull the PvP servers for Dark Souls, Prepare to Die uh, Edition, Dark Souls Remastered, Dark Souls 2, and Dark Souls 3 on PC. Officially, these PvP servers are temporarily deactivated on PC, but not on Xbox or PlayStation, to allow the team to investigate recent reports of an issue with online services. So it looks like it's just the PC versions that are affected by this. Do you know what an RCE exploit is, Connor? Uh, I don't know specifically what Remote an RCE code exploit. execution. Oh, oh okay. then yes, I actually do know exactly what that is. I, I didn't know what the acronym is, but I did understand the basics of how this attack functioned. Yeah. Um. So happy that they took that off offline, and uh, they're they're speculating in the article because there's a new game coming out uh called elden ring that they're like i wonder if this is going to have an effect on elden ring which if they all ran on the same servers that might actually be a thing if they haven't updated the code and they just use the same code for elden ring that they use for dark souls wouldn't surprise me yeah so they hopefully when they figure this out they're just able to update. It, it's just an update to the server, and that can fix it. And Elden Ring will not have the issues that Dark Souls had. And it does say here in the article from Destructoid that only about four people currently know how to do the exploit. Um, yes. and it was two of two them th is uh, yeah. I was just going to say the two of them were the developers who worked on the game, and two of them were uh, watchdogs who were specifically tasked on putting a stop to the cheating that was going on in these games. And they were like, oh, uh, y'all have a big exploit here that could be, like, really malicious. And then the two developers looked at it, and they were like, oh, yeah, we should probably uh, close the gates real fast. Yeah, so it is actually good that they were able to stop this before it became an issue. Because apparently there, nobody... There was one it. streamer, and I think that if one were so inclined, they could go to the link and find out what stream that was. Yeah. That were like, yeah, well, here's the exploit, and Here's how you could use it, but I think they were only doing it like they were just lightly. having a little goof. Yeah, yeah. they weren't doing but, anything major. But you know, in their goofing, they realized, oh, if one were so inclined, they could do some serious havoc with this. Yeah, yeah, that would be that would be bad. We're gonna move on. Actually, I was gonna say, I actually remember, I actually remember uh, this exact same thing happening in Gary's mod a few years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, they they had to. Uh, they had to notify everybody to please, for the love of God, turn off your Gary's Mod servers and don't play online with anybody you don't know because there's a remote code execution exploit and you, you can just, you were able to run arbitrary commands on somebody else's machine through Gary's Mod for a little while. Yes. I'm going to log into your server and I'm going to put the spray up and when you get the spray and it loads on server side, it actually turns your machine into a Bitcoin farm. 
Do you yep. guys remember uh, BFG computers from like over a decade ago? They were really big. Vaguely? Yeah, they were really big in like the late 2000s. And really. Is it like an Alienware or something? Yeah, it was it was basically like Alienware. They just made they were a pretty good good uh computer maker, but uh, I remember going to PDX Land and they were there and you know showing off computers and stuff, but they also gave everybody uh swag bags from for for going to PDX Land. And one of the items was from BFG computers. And it's incredibly stupid. Um you hook up your Ethernet cable into this thing, and then you run <laughs> another. Then you run another Ethernet cable to your computer, and, <laughs> and it's a switch that you can just press the button, and it kills the internet connectivity to your computer. Oh, it's a oh, okay. It was a lag switch. Yeah. Uh. Well, what it was is their idea was oh, if somebody starts running malicious code or something, or like. <laughs> a virus gets it's getting installed you can press the button and it will it'll kill the internet so they won't have access to your computer anymore <laughs> i like the idea i really do i want one of those hardwired for like one of those easy buttons something yeah. that i could like really smash when i need to yeah it was really dumb you uh, remember back in the like whenever cod 4 was really popular and people were wiring uh like their light switches ether- to their routers. Yeah, they were yeah. they were running a, their their Ethernet cables through a light switch so that they could flick the light switch on and off to make them lag really bad. I thought buddy that's what mine, that was going for. A buddy of mine in high school used that when we played Halo Two. I always called him a fucking nerd every time that I went to his house because <laughs> it it would just be like from his basement a wire hanging from the ceiling to where he sat and played games with a light switch coming out of it. <laughs> That's so weird. Anyway. I'm not going to name any names, but uh, if I just say you're a fucking nerd, you know who you are. <laughs> uh, so they, they have to listen to this podcast to get that reference, though. Uh, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about something that I actually wanted to talk to a row about, because I think you have AT&T Internet, right? Mm-hmm. And is your city one of these cities? I doubt it. So AT&T is rolling out multi-gig fiber internet to more than 70 cities. And what they mean by that, and this is from Engadget. Um, so they have the new two gig plan is set to start at $110 per month plus tax. Um, and then if you get business fiber, it's 225, but we're not, we're not gonna really care about the business part of it. That ain't uh, us. While the faster five gig plan will cost one hundred and eighty dollars per month, I mean, I already pay a hundred dollars a month for gig internet. I would totally like if I was one in one of the cities, which I am not. I would totally get the two gig internet, or just the five gig internet because I am, uh, you know, I'm I'm willing to pay two hundred dollars a month for five gig internet even though i have nothing that can take advantage of that i'm i'm logging in to the website thing it says on the bottom it says on the bottom you can check availability on the landing page here yeah Uh, i went i put my address in then it was like 
there's already service here. Do you want to modify your current account? So, um, oh, and I, I mean, see. if it's going to be available, then yes. I mean, even just upgrading to two gig internet would be pretty sweet. Uh, do yeah, you have? Do you have like... Do you have a two and a half gig card in your computer? Even no. Yeah, I didn't think so. But that would at however, least you'd have good. However, I have uh, a server where I have two Ethernet ports that are bonded together. Oh, so nice. It, it would be able to take advantage of it. I would love, like, uh, this isn't going to be available for me. Uh, my internet is, uh, my, my internet is one gig by 20 megs up. And I'm like, <laughs> ugh. And I've been, every time I contact my internet service provider, I ask them, I'm like, so, uh, when are you upping it to 300 megs? And they're like, oh, that's going to be, you know, based on availability in your area and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, cool. Can you make it not shitty? Like, even just up it to like 50? <laughs> like, no. No, no, we don't have that option. Somebody has that fucking option. I know it. I know it's available Somebody somewhere. Somebody can turn the fucking knob to the right just a little bit more. Yeah. The internet starts flowing through the pipe a little faster to reach his house. <laughs> I just, I just, I don't understand how you can do one gig down, which it normally doesn't run. It runs like at 700 megs, right? But yeah. how you can have that, but then they're like, oh no, the upload, we can only make 20 megs. Doesn't make sense. Makes yeah, zero mine, sense. Mine is... Mine's symmetrical one gig, Ugh. and uh, it, it it weirdly enough the upload's usually faster than the download. Nice, uh, but I do usually sit at like seven hundred ish down and like eight to nine hundred up. Uh, I do. Uh, I wonder because Nick Lotus is in a big area. Um, not to yeah, Las Vegas Metro. Yeah, yeah, I'd imagine if 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 any place was going to be able to get it uh, that any of us live in, it would either be Connor or, or Nick. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious, um, would you be willing to switch your internet? Like what, what do you know what internet you have? Or is that something that you're just like, you don't pay attention to? No, we, uh, gosh, I, I would, I, I would know it if we weren't <laughs> talking on a podcast right now, I'm totally drawing a blank on it. Um, it's, uh, Oh, CenturyLink. That's what we have. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, I'm no. so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Lotus, no. We feel so bad for you. I well, had it's not Comcast anymore. That's true. I'm, I'm just... Viewers. Oh, that, that would make sense. So is AT&T not available in your area? Uh, we, I mean, we have AT&T phone service. I don't know about internet because we've never really looked into it. Because uh, our phones are Verizon. Oh, okay. Well, well, yeah. So, cell phone service is different because cell phone service is basically everywhere. Yeah. But what will happen, and we've spoken about it on the podcast, is say Comcast is in an area, AT and T will just be like, "Oh, Comcast is in that area. We let them have that area, and we will not move in and try to put our internet in that area." And I wouldn't so they... be surprised if uh, Verizon was also the fiber provider there, since that, it is yeah. such a large area. Because it, usually it's going to be a thing where, like, there's only going to be one cable internet provider, one DSL provider, yeah. and so on. Because they don't want competition. 
Right. And someone should make yeah. like a law against that. Yeah, know. you know. Yeah, I would, well, one of, the bigger, one of the bigger providers around here is Cox, too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, that Cox makes... Communication is the full name. Yes. So yeah. it's misinterpreted. Well, they're also <laughs> Cox. Uh, yeah. So, But, yeah, so that makes sense. I, you know, I just have the one internet. There's a couple other internet service providers here, but there are no... I, the only cable internet service provider is also going to be the only fiber internet service provider. And that's then there's, not the case here. Oh, that's good. And then there, uh, then there's another internet service provider who, uh, does like the, the beaming. Like they have a tower that beams the internet. And WiMAX. No, it's it's a uh, sure something. No, sure. no, I mean, like, is the tech, is it WiMAX? Probably, yeah, something like that. Like, it's it's good-ish, and you can get really good speeds, but you're paying, like, $1,000 a month if you want symmetrical gig internet, because I looked into it. So, and the guy was really nice, the salesperson, but I think he stopped contacting me because he was pretty sure that the internet service I wanted wouldn't be accessible for a decent price through their company. So, and for what it's worth, AT and T. Well, for one, no, they they don't have two and five here yet. Oh no! Um, but for what it's worth, AT and T has been surprisingly good compared to my experience with Spectrum slash Charter. Uh, Spectrum would routinely go down for like an hour or two every at least once or twice a month if not every week uh and i think i've had internet drop one time since i switched to at&t last year uh and they don't seem to be bothered by any of the things that i do with my internet in spite of the fact that i have downloaded and or uploaded several terabytes within the span of a month or so like they they've been pretty great considering inter- how awful the rest of their company is. My internet it took me a month, pretty much an entire month to do what I wanted to do. Uh my my server PC, the one that I use for streams and stuff, I uploaded all of my stuff on there to black backblaze. Uh so that month I used like five terabytes of data <laughs> uploading all of it to backblaze. And uh, I did not get contacted by my internet service provider at all for doing that. Yet. Hasn't yet. been contacted yet. Well, that was in October, so it's been a while. It might take them a minute to be like, hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's that's a lot of terabytes that you've used. And on and... our quarter two review, it looks like one household used up 10% of our, our usage. That, that's an insanely high number, but yeah. I digress. But it... Uh, I would say uh, it's pretty cool. Backblaze is good. Anyway, uh, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about the next story. And the next story is the Steam Deck. Woo! The Steam Deck. Uh, Consumerism, yes. Yes, consumerism. So I presume everybody in here has pre-ordered a Steam Deck other than maybe Nicole? Yeah, I know I haven't. I, <laughs> has, I don't has know your what, husband. what purpose I, mean, I, bu- I don't have. think so. Okay. I mean, I I mean I bought I know I I bought the I bought the uh the Steam controllers. 
back in the day. I have and one. I'm I'm kind of just wary of of <laughs> Valve products after that because I've never been able to get a Steam controller to consistently work. See, I had no problems with the Steam controller uh being a controller. I just I mean it might just be user error, but yeah, it's just not it wasn't as good as I think they wanted it to be. And they do have kind of a history of launching hardware products and then just letting them die. They had well, the, the Bluetooth functionality on the Steam controller leaves something to be desired. I will yeah. I will admit. If you can't yeah. plug that dongle in so that it goes over their proprietary 2.4 gigahertz, whatever, uh yeah, you you you'll probably play hell getting it to work. I've I have had to spend hours trying to get it to work with my Apple TV. So oh. I have yeah, I have a PS5 just, controller that I've been using uh, over Bluetooth for my my computer and it works really well. What were you going to say, Connor? I am surprised to hear all this. I had no issues with my Steam Deck controller. I played through the entirety of Metal Gear Solid 5 with it. But uh, but I mean maybe you, it wasn't the, the optimal, but it worked just fine. Did you were use you the doing dongle? that using yeah, did you have the dongle or were you uh, I was actually using the Steam Deck, uh, not the Steam Deck, the uh whatever their portable streaming device was steam the steam link the steam link the link, yeah, the link has the has the antenna built in and it worked just fine with that yeah well, that's what i'm saying the the link will still connect over that proprietary connection instead of bluetooth that makes uh, sense. so that that is probably why you didn't have much trouble though i will also admit i didn't have a lot of trouble using it with the steam link either uh so like it could also just put even. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Though. Sensationalism makes for better news, but it, yeah. it worked fine for me. Uh, that's what I was going to say, though, is they have a history of kind of letting their hardware products die. You have the Steam Link, which doesn't yeah. exist womp, anymore. Womp. You have the remember who remembers Steam PCs? Womp womp. Um, the Steam Controller. Womp, uh, womp. They don't sell those anymore. And was there any other Steam? hardware products and obviously I, they they let their franchises die uh you know <laughs> team fortress team fortress 2 portal 2 left for dead left for dead like they have not Two. released other than what half-life alex half-life alex released... is the first game that valve has released that i'm willing to talk about in i don't even know how long like 10 Was years works any good i never picked it up actually Boneworks wasn't Valve, but Boneworks really? is very good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought that was a. Uh, I, I thought nope. that was the. No, well, never mind. They tried really, really hard to make it a Half Life game, uh, in terms of aesthetic and everything, but it is. It is not. It is, however, a very good game, and you should really pick it up. I've heard good things about it, but I can. So I can understand the hesitation that ne uh, Nick Lotus is having with getting a Steam Deck. That being said. Uh, I have the biggest one uh, reserved. Yeah, because, me too. Yeah, and I think Connor went middle of the road. I've got the middlest one because I don't feel the need to overcompensate. Uh, mine was just I wanted the slightly bigger hard drive, and I felt that I need it was to overcompensate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I am curious. Uh, when you log in to that page. Has it changed? Because apparently the, the Steam Deck is supposed to launch February 25th. And mine hasn't changed 
from Q2 2022. Yeah, mine says after Q2 2022. That's what mine says. Uh, what about yours, Connor? Does it, has yours Actually, changed? And I wonder if that's just an they haven't no. updated it yet, or if we're just not getting it until after that. Uh, while Connor's looking at that, Nathan, when did you reserve yours? A couple days. I think it was a day or two late. Like it'll say it on the page uh, if you're on there. Let me go because there. Mine Shane. says Friday, July sixteenth, twenty twenty one. Oh damn! You got like an actual. Uh, where where does it say that? Oh yeah, oh yeah, it does say that. Uh, Sunday, July eighteenth, and mine is after Quebec to twenty twenty two. Let me let me log in real quick. Oh, I'm uh, logging in. Log in. Uh, yeah, I had to log in. Why are you uh, not logged reserved in reserved on Sunday, July eighteenth. Nice. Uh, so I'm gonna get mine first. <laughs> yeah, barely. Theoretically, uh, maybe. When when did hey, you when did you reserve? Day? The 16th? July sixteenth. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I'm gonna get mine two days before you guys. <laughs> Maybe it's gonna work. Um, and I think Air Fox reserved his like the moment that they became available. And I think that might have been why why I waited until Sunday. Um because I remember Steam was just not available for a while. Yeah. 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 And I think Air Fox was one of the ones that got reserved earlier, but I think also his is saying Q2 2022. So they probably just haven't put in a solid date, and it'll just be whenever your specific reservation has an actual ship date, they'll put it in there. That's what I'm thinking is going to happen. So uh, it still says after Q2 2022 for me, I'm getting the one that has the 512 gigs of storage. Uh, and then it has a bunch of other stuff. Like, you get a, uh, an exclusive keyboard theme, guys. You didn't want want to pay an extra 120 bucks for an exclusive keyboard theme? I'm also just going to point out that the 16th was the first day you could reserve. Oh, and that's when you, that's when you reserved? Yeah. Okay, so we're and it still says that. Good job. I'm proud. Yeah. We're all proud that you were able to get in and I am the biggest early. consumer whore. Me. <laughs> yes. And our last story is actually kind of dumb. I think it has to do with some EU regulations that are going around. And Microsoft yeah. will stop billing dormant Game Pass members after two years. Microsoft is being required to stop billing dormant uh, <laughs> Xbox Game Pass users after yeah. two years. Yeah, so what happens, and I'm I'm sure this is kind of how Patreon works, right? Or, or any of those uh, subscription services. You pay such a little amount that you don't really notice that the money is going away every month, and you just forget about it. Um, this is why Spoonie still has like $600 a month on Patreon. It still blows my mind that that's such a widespread problem that there's a cottage industry of apps that will scan your bank account for regular transactions and then tell you what subscriptions you have. Yeah. Um, and so uh, they're trying to crack down on it. And uh, it says here, uh, it's all too easy from, again, Engadget. It's all too easy for some folks to sign up for a service, pay a subscription fee every month and forget all about it. 
With that in mind, I, like, Mike, I wish I made enough money to where I could just be like, oh, I'm just, I'm, where's that $10 a month going? Where's yeah. it going? Yeah, yeah I, it's I nice. definitely would notice if something was like, hey, by the way, you owe us $15 a month. Be like, no. Uh, it's not too bad. Um, So, pay us a Mr. Moneybag. Yeah, you don't get to say it. I have uh, a 3D printed house. My name is Nathan. I wish. Uh, no, I have a manufactured home. Thank you very much. Basically uh, the same thing. Pay a subscription fee every month. Forget all about it. With that in mind, Microsoft is tackling the issue of inactive Game Pass memberships. As part of a broader changes to Xbox Live Gold and Game Pass in the UK, the company says it will cancel subscriptions that have been laying, dor- uh, been laying dormant. The company will get in touch with people who are paying for an Xbox Live Gold or Game Pass subscription but haven't used it for at least a year. Um, so they are going to send out messages and be like, hey, cancel if you're not going to play it. It'll tell oh, them how no, to stop it's their payments. Oh, no, been a year. You haven't logged out yet. Oh, no. Yeah. No, it'll, don't, don't stop using our service. Yeah, it'll tell them how to stop the payments if they want to opt out. Um, if those people keep forking over cash every month without uh, using their memberships for another 12 months, the, uh, the Microsoft, Microsoft will eventually stop taking payments. Um. This change will apply to UK consumers at first. Microsoft told The Verge it'll roll them out globally in the near future. It's got to be a UK regulation. It um, definitely is. It, it, it is. Uh, yeah, it says in it, the it's next part paragraph. of a voluntary agreement with the country's competition and markets authority. And this happens a lot where uh, governments will say, hey, we're going to start doing this thing. Um, and then the companies will be like we don't want to be regulated to do that so we're just going to change some stuff so you don't put that regulation in yeah like the esrb the esrb and then there was uh the the entirety of esa yeah well i was gonna say the stop bezos act which was something that bernie sanders and rokana were trying to get passed and what that would have done is it would have made it so that if a company has employees that are working like full time but still have to get food stamp benefits then those food stamp benefits would actually be taxed to the employer uh so that like say you're getting $500 a month in food stamps because you have kids and stuff and you're working at Amazon Amazon then would be taxed additionally $500 a month because uh they're not paying their their people enough and so that's when Bezos was like, oh, we're raising our wages. It's going to be $15 an hour starting. Yay, we're the best. Please don't. Please don't do that. <laughs> we don't want you to do that. Um, so they do it a lot. And that seems like what's happening now is the UK was like, we're going to start making, we're going to do something to regulate this. And I'm, I'm, I would be surprised if other companies didn't start uh, the same policies with canceling subscription services after two years if they haven't used that service like Netflix or or Amazon Prime or something like that, uh, which is good. I would say that it's a good thing. What are your guys' thoughts? Uh, yeah? I, 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 whatever. Seems like I'm like the most minimum of minimum things. I feel like they just should automatically not charge you for a month if you don't play any games on your account that month. Yeah. yeah. 
but but they'd lose a lot of money if they like yeah. i imagine the person at microsoft who had to make this announcement like was and it is like and at this time i will no longer be taking any more questions he walks into his office and you could see from the silhouette him taking his head off and stomping on it yeah uh money uh this is What's the bear like? Like, if you're sitting down with the EU and they're like, "Okay, well, what's the longest we can go without telling them?" And they're like, "I don't know, a, a year." They're, okay, a year. We'll quote you on that. And what's the longest before we could like, before we have to stop getting their money? They're like, "I don't fucking another year." And they're like, "Gotcha, two years." Yeah, that that's probably that's what, what this it all was. feels like. Because I think I think a year would be fine because there are sometimes you have a subscription service and you don't use it and. But you're going to use it. Like, the next month you're going to use it for Squid Game or something on Netflix. Jonathan uh, died of COVID in 2019, and his grandmother's been footing the bill now in 2021 <laughs> still. Yeah. Um, but I think that a year would be good to just cancel that service. Uh, and having two years is a bit much. I think one year would have been probably enough. to if If you haven't used it in a year, then get rid of it. I think a rose answer of one month is the correct answer. I think the, I, I would even say like the ethical answer would be like three months. But I get it. Sometimes I'm busy and I can't play a game for a month. And, and you know, if if it's something that you're paying for, maybe you'd be smarter to cancel it or something like that. But a year, two years, even <laughs> subscription services, bread and butter are forgetful people like me. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and I do like. Uh, the way that Final Fantasy fourteen does it, they don't they don't cancel your service. Um, you know they'll still they'll still get that money. But the director has come out and said, "Hey man, if you're uh if you're going and you're not gonna play it for a few months, just cancel the subscription and come back when you can." Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah I... I like having the option to pause subscription services. That's becoming more common now, and it's really nice. Yeah, Magic, yeah. yeah. The humble choice, I keep considering canceling it, but then I'm like, oh, well, they offer a pause option. I guess I'll do that. That's so. nice. But, like, humble choice kind of sucks. You can't even use Linux or Mac distros anymore on it. Yeah, I, I'm going to, I want to see, like, if they're going to give me anything for still having the classic uh, thing after all this time, uh, whenever they make that transition over into the original version of what humble choice was but well i would not be surprised we spoke about that last point me again we spoke about that last week but you weren't here and i from what i remember they're it's not that they're getting rid of the linux and mac for the future it's even the stuff that oh, yeah, you had previously is going to be gone yeah they're not going to be offering mac os and linux binaries that's, in general i think that's dumb but anyway they've also long dropped their their pretense for offering drm free versions of most of the games that they sell uh gog is now once again the only place where you can get that and they're uh, losing money and honestly like i i would say for the most part like, if you want to support indie devs, go to Itch. Itch we've, is the way to go. We've spoken about that, yeah. I know. It, Itch.io. But, yeah. Uh, but anyway, we are. That's, that's our stories for the day. And I would like to thank my, my members here. Nick Lotus, thank you for showing up. 
Thank you. I, I apologize that I had some some spans of absence there. That's okay. You have a yeah. You have a child. <laughs> yeah, I have. I, I have a three year old who's currently <laughs> refusing to leave my lap. And then I also got a phone call in the middle of this. So apologies yeah, for that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my little my little star. Yes. Okay. Yes. Anyway, uh, <laughs> thank you for having me. No worries. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here, Roa. I was here. And thank you for being here, Connor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we will be back next week uh, with more video game and tech news. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Yeah.